Hey guys, thanks for watching The Naturalist Capitalist. I am not home. I've been uh, running around today and I'm actually crashing my brother's place. So sorry, I'm a little late. We're just going to fucking kick this off because we don't have a ton of time. We've got our, famer, uh, our favorite former president, Donald Trump, on the show. How are we doing tonight, Eric? Reed, great to be here. Four horsemen ride again. And boy, we're going to let this motherfucker rip tonight. Believe me. <laughs> We've got the Unibomber and Alex Jones's biggest fan, Ryan Dawson. How are we doing tonight? <laughs> Fuck that guy. And the Unibomber was framed. Good to be with you. Very fine people. Uh, hello, Mr. Trump. <laughs> great to see you, Ryan. Very fine people on both sides. <laughs> and we've got a special guest tonight. He's from No More News. It is Adam Green on the show. How are you doing tonight, man? What's up, guys? It's good to be here. Thanks for having me. He's already regretting this. <laughs> <laughs> so, Adam, for uh, my viewers who don't know who you are, just uh, what what is it that you do? What's your show about? What what gives you uh, your special niche on the uh, podcaster platforms? <laughs> there, thanks, Ryan. Thanks for that. <laughs> What's it about? Well, my main interest is really like religion and Zionism, and I've been researching a lot about Christianity and the Abrahamic fates as well recently. So basically, Zionism is the main focus. Gotcha. You would have uh, really uh, probably pissed off a crowd of people at the rally I was just at. So um, Eric and I, actually, both of us uh, are uh, we have a big Senate campaign going on in New Hampshire and Tulsi Gabbard endorsed the Republican Don Baldick um, and she's been touring the state. But I went it was the most boomer cringe right wing Christian evangelical uh, thing I've ever been to in my life. I think it was at Grace. River Church, I think, in uh, Plastow, and it was just every right wing, like, I mean, every every person was like at least 70 years old, um, and there were 20 of us libertarians who sneaked into the audience, um, and yeah, it was, uh, <laughs> it was, it was fun, I won't lie, I, I enjoyed myself, but it was like uh, a blast from the past, I felt like I was in 2005, in uh, you know, uh, not eating freedom fries again or something. It, it was nuts. <laughs> well, how was your event, Eric? Yeah, there was less people at the one I was at. It was at Murphy's Tap Room in Manchester, which is like a bar, sports bar, and they have like a event room in the back. And there's probably like a hundred people there. It's gonna and win. Sorry, they did. Um, they did the Pledge of Allegiance and the you know the national anthem. They did all that. So that that same energy was there. But yeah, it was it was interesting. Uh, Tulsi came in and hyped up you know, Dawn's campaign and spoke and did her spiel and how we're going to avoid nuclear war and all this. And then, you know, general, the general spoke. And then after he spoke, everybody rushed to meet Tulsi. Like most of the people there were interested to see her. And, you know, a few people wanted to meet the actual candidate who was running, but it was pretty apparent that a lot of people were there to see her. And the people I talked to, a lot of people drove from like a couple hours away in Massachusetts. So, yeah, it was it was fun to do another in-person event, you know, because after the flu world order, they shut a lot of that shit down. So it's all a lot of it's coming back here in New Hampshire. And that's like, you know, a sporting event for us around these parts. Yeah, I'm going to pro-Ukraine, though. Yes, I'm about to share. So they're uh, trying to avoid yeah. nuclear war and they keep supporting the the Zionists in Ukraine. Yeah. So let's uh, let's play a clip. This is our awesome uh, Republican uh senator uh senate cam uh senate uh what's the word like gop Cam nominee for senate GOP nominee for senate here's uh this is him a few months ago right after the 
invasion in Ukraine started. It's this resistance that's going to win. But what boggles my mind, Steve, is the fact that we haven't gone all in on this already. Diplomatically, informationally, militarily, uh, and economically. This is not a time for pause right now. We need to get in there and we need to help them on the ground. We have columns of his troops lined up, ready to be, you know, interdicted. And we need to give that kind of help to the Ukrainians. But we're just sitting back and we're not doing anything. And we're just saying, oh, you know, everything is on the table. Well, now's the time. Putin is a global threat. He is an enemy to the world. And that's what we have to start telling people he is. And we can't take any pressure off China either. We've got to go after China because they're in this with them. And we don't want them going into Taiwan. So this is huge. And we got to come together. We got to lead the world in in supporting uh, President Zelensky and supporting the Ukrainians. And what we have been doing now is just standing by. There is more to do. We can do it, and we should be doing it. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I, is that word he used, that euphemism there? What's that? He used a euphemism for, like, bombing them when they were lined up. In, yeah. Inter... Was the word? Oh, interdicted, which, uh, interdicted yeah. which I think means uh, actually... I, someone pointed out what that meant, and I forgot, but it was uh, basically involving actually putting troops on the ground. And some of the language he used there was talking about using art American artillery support. And then he also has said that he wants uh, special forces on the ground. So he basically has the same view that Biden or Maggie Hassan, who's our Democratic senator, <laughs> has. Uh, and he he gives a different answer every time anyone pins him down on something. He, uh, you know, he was saying that a few months ago and then the next time he'll be like, Oh no, 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 we need to bring the troops home. And then he'll say at the next event, like th this event, Ryan, I wanted to get your uh, opinion on this, but this event, he said the U S military has saved far more lives than it has ended in the last wow. 50 years. <laughs> Any thoughts? The, the column that's, that's of tanks he's talking about is the same thing. Pelosi's like, I want to bomb some tanks. These are people that learn about war from video games. So they think, Oh, there's a big line of tanks. We can just fly in there and bomb them. No, you can't. It's called anti-air. That's why they have a column of tanks because they know you can't reach them. Yeah. You, you think Pelosi is playing uh, video games? I think I think Pelosi gets her her crap from Hollywood, which is the same as video <laughs> games. Like she's a more she was drunk when she was on the podium. She's banging her jewelry on there. I, mean, I went. To, I got to bank some tanks. Like, oh yeah, look, look, there's the tanks. They're right there. Why don't we just go? blow them up and every everything every like chicken hawk retard thinks war is all about send in the air force and just bomb the shit out of them they think it's that easy like i said go all in that that sounds like nukes yeah. to me that, yeah all in would include nuclear weapons yep and, and then, he wants to fight china at the same time because yeah. you can do that exactly <laughs> it's, and it's he like they're them. leading us into destruction they want a world war it's like they want uh, somebody, somebody wants Western powers to annihilate each other in a nuclear war. Who would benefit from that? I don't know. Oh, right. He wants to go. Ask after Kanye. China. He wants to go after China so that they don't go into Taiwan. Thoughts on that? <laughs> I mean, like, what else would cause them to go into Taiwan other than that? Taiwan, and by the way, their military is a joke. They have like four months mandatory service, and it's all the, uh, you know, they tried to like do this stupid like half conscript, half volunteer army, or whatever. Four months of training isn't anything, and it's like 
rifle shooting at targets. And they it, they have tanks they don't know how to drive. That Taiwan is just a huge um MIC leech that just here's some toys. Oh, it doesn't matter if you can't fly them or can't drive them, just buy them anyway. If China was attacked Taiwan, that's over real fast. But yeah. China's had you still have to kill. I, th a lot I think you're you're being really offensive to our Taiwanese audience, Ryan. Well, I'm just saying they are not prepared for a war with China, and they think the U.S. will protect mm, okay. them. And, uh, I don't think the U.S. can win this that is, unless uh, they had Korea and Japan on board, and they don't have Korea, and so it's not happening. Kanye so said, "Watch out for the Chicoms." <laughs> Kanye <laughs> said he's been censored by Zionist Jews. The Chicoms. <laughs> The last thing. So I'll guys, but, but look, uh, Kanye West has said everything. But when did he start getting censored? When did yep. he get kicked off his bank, Chase Morgan? As soon as he went uh, death, on hundreds of millions of dollars after he called out which faction. You, you know, they're they're claiming actually that that was they were already separating before his tweets. He didn't break any laws. Well, I know. So what he said he doing? just. He, because he misspelled DEFCON as DEFCON, it seemed so much worse and allowed them to kvetch so much harder. And he said in his latest podcast that, that was he just misspelled it because that was an accident. Yeah, well, DEFCON like, 3 just means readiness. It's DEFCON 1 right. that's the worst. Right, yeah. right. But they're like, it's another... Well, he wants I mean, to genocide us all. It's, it's not because of that. It's because of who he was going DEFCON on. He's Ryan, been criticized. He's his, criticized uh, Black Lives Matter. He's criticized the president. He's criticized everything. And as soon as he went after, he got in trouble. It's like, we don't own the media and banks. Cancel his social media and bank accounts. Ryan, and his stadiums. He said his stadiums were shut down, too. Four of his big stadium shows were shut down. And he oh, wasn't yeah. allowed to release his uh, White Lives Matter shirt. Hey, Ryan, Ryan, people are you, saying you're uh, muted on Odyssey and Cozy, Ryan. Well, people, people, are say, people are saying you you're muted me, on right? Cozy and Odyssey. Yeah, we I can hear you. you. I'm just seeing okay. in the chat on YouTube. I wanted to go around and ask all you guys who you thought, you know, blew up the pipeline and then the bridge, starting with you, Adam. What, what was your thoughts on all that? I think who, who blew up the pipeline, it has to be either some NATO group or, or Israel. And who, who blew up the bridge? I, I don't think... Putin would blow up his own bridge. I don't. I do think he did the apartment bombings, but I don't think he'd blow up his own bridge. Interesting. We know who blew up the bridge. SAS admitted it. A guy named Ward Hude made the plot. They blew up the bridge. They caught and arrested eight of the plotters already. So, I mean, it was Ukraine's military intelligence, but the British are the ones that came up with the plans. Who, who killed Dugan's daughter? Who do you guys think killed Dugan's daughter? Didn't the... Uh... Uh, the Ukrainian special forces admitted to doing that, right? They, yeah, they killed his daughter, and they're the ones that um, blew up the bridge. But it was British plans. They had three plans: they had underwater drones hitting it with a cruise missile or a truck bomb, and they went with the truck bomb. And the Ukrainians were bragging about it on Twitter, all of their accounts, you know, yeah. just brag openly bragging about it. Which it, is it was obvious. It was nuts. seemed like a retaliation for the the bombing in Kiev, right? I think it wasn't the bombing after. Wasn't that the retaliation for the bridge? It might have been. I might. I'm getting. It's all escalating so fast. Well, Russia like, blew up it. a dam. <laughs> That's infrastructure, right? Russia blew up a civilian dam to flood the river behind their troops in Kyrgyzstan. 
and caught him there. They both been blowing up civilian infrastructure, but the Russians didn't kill any civilians when they blew up the dam. They the bridge bomb killed four civilians, and it's in Russia proper. But you know, it's a military target. You can argue from the Ukrainian side, both the Kirsch Bridge and the bridge to Kyrgyzstan are vital in the supply line to Russian troops in the field, right? So they're going to go after these type of things. They use a terrorist attack, and it is very deep into Crimea. And plus, there's the land bridge from Mariupol, too. So this is really to scare the public, and it is an act of terrorism. But when you start losing a war, you commit acts of terrorism. Everybody does. That's, that is a tactic of the desperate. You saw suicide bombings in Vietnam. Right. You saw kamikaze from Japanese World War II. You see suicide bombings from Palestinians. Like, if you have no other means, that is a tactic that people resort to. Right. But then the lights went out because Putin went in and took out. That was happening anyway, more not in response to the bridge, but to response to the the villages that were captured in Kharkiv and Kyrgyzstan, where the Ukrainians started butchering people and throwing naked bodies in ditches. That was why the Russians started going after civilian infrastructure deep inside of Ukraine. But for the apartment bombings, the Chechens had already bombed several apartments before the infamous one that's blamed on the FSB where they were doing a drill. And the information from that is coming from like Litvinenko and David Satter and a bunch of neocons that write for PNAC. So I Isn't it funny, it. though, that, that the Chechens are, are going to war in Ukraine now on the side of Russia? Isn't he calling yeah, for Russia. like a, a limited nuke the leader of Chechnya there? There's a great speech by a Chechen colonel to, to captured Ukrainians prisoners saying they got us, too. They, the CIA put in the Islamic extremists in Chechnya and turned them against the Russians. They, they're having neo-Nazis go in Ukraine and try and brainwash them and turn them against the people of Donbass. And he said, this is big Satan. This is the United States. We had two brutal wars against Russia from this. You know, whenever I hear the U.S. is the great Satan, it makes me think of the rabbis because they consider us Edom, the West, is Europe and America is considered Edom and the guardian angel of Edom is Satan. So the satanic West really plays into the, like the, the rabbi's view of uh, America and the West. Yeah. Well, we call them the evil empire too. Like Satan is what's used for whoever you don't like, just like Nazi. They just throw that word around. It doesn't matter how ridiculous it is. Mm -hmm. And it's funny because they call the wet, the left, especially in the West is calls everybody a Nazi except for the actual Nazis. <laughs> they get well, support. It, you know, we hear like from groups like the ADL that BitChute is full of Nazis. The top trending videos every day on BitChute are QAnon people saying that the Nazis are secretly in charge of everything. <laughs> Q. <laughs> I just hope well, I see a lot of like white nationalists or whatever in BitChute comments, but I feel like that's acting like Nazis. Like oh, a lot dude, of I've been getting... On, on Odyssey, I've been getting bot raids, completely automated bot raids with so many comments saying the same couple phrases, so many uh, accounts, you can block them and they don't even slow down the slightest. I've never seen anything like it. So, uh, yeah, Alex got Jones, so bad, I had to turn comments off because it's, mm -hmm. it's just, it is just a fucking spurgatory shithole <laughs> over there. I love the uh, free speech of BitChute hosting videos, but. They have no ability to block bots and stuff from the ADLs all over the place there. Mm -hmm. they, so what they do is they're, they're toxic like Nazis to get you to turn on that and be like, see, 
they, that's our enemy too. It's like this is fake. There's no way there's this many white nationalists and Nazis and stuff. And oh. I know like the heads of all those things. I've spoken to them. I've spoken to Duke. I've spoken to Metzger, William Beer, like every single one of them. Pretty cordial. I mean, we disagree on the race stuff, obviously. Uh, it would be against my own interest to do so anyway. But it's not them doing that. These are just fucking basement turds that found something taboo to, to be like, oh, I can't see this. Well, I'm going to say this a million times. But a lot of it is uh, wolf and wolf's clothing. It's it's two bad groups, one pretending to be the other. You see that all the time. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So Alex, that... you know, I wanted to get your opinion on the uh, billion dollar lawsuit that you had to pay. Uh, tell me what you think. Is it completely unfair? It's unfair, money. but fuck that guy. Exist, folks. <laughs> I kind of feel the same way. It's like, what if somebody that only had, you know, that was far smaller than Alex Jones got sued for all this stuff? Would they charge him a billion dollars too? It's like they're just trying to have a number so high that he's put into bankruptcy and never allowed. Like they want to shut him down. They're making that a little too obvious too. I think, I think it would have been a lot more reasonable and fair if they just sued for like you know a few million dollars something at least realistic like i've been slandered and i've put through more stress than some of these family members i feel like online with all the lies about me and all the the defamation that i get online i would like to sue some of these idiots for a few million dollars that'd be nice so yeah what i've been slandered by the adl so itself i, I want to sue care. the adl for defamation <laughs> I want the ADL to defend me in a de- defamation case from these idiots lying and calling me Jewish. <laughs> they should defend me. Where's my article defending me? They should be like but Alex. It should have been six billion. He um he did lie about Sandy Hook. Like, and you you know he fucking knew better. And he just said it was all fake and crisis actors anyway because he was grifting and making money. That was the thing. It was weird because you saw Jim Fetzer and all the other kooks like. The very, very first bullshit that came out about Sandy Hook was from Veterans Today and Gordon Duff that blamed it on the Israelis. And I was like, no, and dude, I'm not one to defend Israel ever, but they didn't fucking do that. Adam Lanza shot those kids. And so they that only was out for about a day and a half. And then they just pumped the brakes. And then they had a brand new story, completely new story, where it was like multiple shooters and then it switched to crisis actors. Like, so within 48 hours, they're on their crisis actors story, but it was the third, third, like attempt at bullshit. So they went out, they put it on Facebook and stuff. It didn't really catch. They did it again. They did it again. And then they got the crisis actor stuff. And Jones jumped, took the bait on that. Cause he's like, yeah, yeah. Cause Obama's coming after our guns. Cause Alex Jones is militantly like he is a fucking, what's the word neurotic about, the guns being taken away. Well, when he went up, there was no Morgan. legislation to even attempt to take the guns after Sandy yeah. Hook. By he was the like, way. Stalin took the guns, Castro took the guns, Chavez took the guns. If you try and take our firearms, Piers, 1776 will come under roof. He said Hitler <laughs> took the guns and he didn't. Hitler actually relaxed gun laws, which ended up, you know, they had one bomb attempt against him and another one of his officers was shot by the public. It was before Hitler got into power that they took the guns away. That's how he got into power. But then he relaxed think, the gun laws. I think ultimately they started Dawson, shooting Nazis. So Balloonhead, as you call him, I think ultimately he'll come out, you know, out of this. Melonhead, he didn't want to yeah, do discovery. He'll, he'll keep going. He lost by default and he couldn't do discovery. He says he handed over everything. He's full of shit. He couldn't. Because his imagine having his hard drive. It is just nothing but bullshit, right? Like if you had all of the InfoWars data and stuff, it's just nothing but crap. 
so he originally was getting sued for I think 42 million or something like that. Not that much for him. The guy makes a quarter fucking he makes 250 million a year almost. I mean, the guy's uh making plenty of money on bullshit. And, the dick and uh so they sued him for the a billion. Pills right at him. Huh? Yeah, he's, he's got a new dick pill he sends called like Extendar or something like that. It came <laughs> up in the last Extend- trial. Extendar Bandar. You could be as hard as Prince Bandar on 9-11, folks. 1776 will commence again. No, we did we did a whole rant at him on your show. We had the whole dick pill rant for Emmerich, and I think that got lost to time, right? Because you lost your YouTube channel. Well, he's got Homeguard. Yeah. He did, yeah. He, Adam teed me up and had me do some great Alex Jones uh spoofs about that, but so what, what, so what are you looking at now, Adam? Like, what's the latest thing going on that, that has your attention? I know you go pretty pretty deep and serious into stuff, but what are you really focused on right now? I've been focused on Christianity as a deception okay. to theologically conquer the non-Jewish world. Because it's really simple. The prophecies of the Old Testament would be that all of the nations and all flesh would worship the God of Israel. And they accomplished that with over half the world with Christianity and Islam, getting the all the nations to worship the God of Israel, believe in the commandments and the Mosaic law, follow a the, the Jewish king, the Moshiach, Yeshua, at which both Islam and Christianity do. So I've been doing a lot of debates and videos getting into that stuff lately, as well as news. Yeah, but math is a priori, thus the Christian God is true. <laughs> That's oh, a debate I had. Yeah, so that was hor- horrible. About, uh, mm-hmm. are, are you an atheist, or are you someone who's just kind of spiritual? I don't, I don't know much about you. So, what, what are your personal beliefs about what is true? I'm not convinced that there is a God, so I mean that—that's by definition what an atheist is. You don't believe in the God that they're selling. I don't right. believe any God would be speak, you know, speaking through one group of people and saying you get this land and you're a chosen and and you need to have everybody worship me because I'm jealous and I want to destroy all the auto worship. So I don't believe in any of that. Definitely not the Abrahamic God, but. I'm not like a militant atheist where it's like, I know for a fact there's no higher power. And I, I don't, it doesn't bother me that people believe in there's some kind of higher power. It's when they try to speak for him and says, you know, who he likes and what he chooses and what he says, you know, that's where I find issue with it. Yeah. The, uh, I mean, atheism, like once you take it too far, it just becomes another religion almost <laughs> like they, I mean, there's this uh, atheists for liberty group that approached me and asked me. Yeah, the, I call them the anti-theist rather than atheist. It's more mm-hmm. like they yeah. hate. They hate it. I, I'm, I'm an anti-Yahwehist. Like, Anti-Yahweh. Yeah, there's a higher. There's a god that made stuff. Maybe yeah, and then he wants you to chop off a piece of your son's penis. No foreskin god. <laughs> yeah, I don't think so. God of the foreskins. That sounds like some Christian pervert worship. wrote that in there. Well, that that brings us read to Senator Rand Paul, Doctor Frankenstein. I mean Levine. Do you support puberty blockers for underage children? Answer the question. <laughs> do do you support putting puberty blockers in children's cinnamon toast crunch? Answer the question, Doctor Frankenstein. I mean Levine. He's. I, I still love him, even though you know. I mean, he we, could never do anything. Well, to when make he does that, yeah. When he put Fauci and uh, Frankenstein there in the hot seat, that was everything in those hearings. We asked him about royalties, right? I live. I live for that so shit. We're gonna get an answer after November eighth. You're gonna be forced to answer this. I hope so. But Ryan, do you support puberty blockers for children? 
<laughs> Only if who would? Yeah, <laughs> Eric, you think uh, your girl is going to be the VP? I heard that a lot today, man, and I've been hearing it uh, around a lot. It's just that's that's been out there for both her and DeSantis. People are talking that up. I, I just hear it ad nauseum. I'd love to see her with Trump. I'd love to see her with DeSantis. So um, I, I I think she's certainly open to it, man. I mean, she's moving. It's leaving the Democratic Party. Always appearing on all the the right wing, you know, Fox News, all those media ecosystems. Um, It's the Democratic plantation. You know, uh, the anti-whites. I love that she said that they're anti-white, the Democratic Party. I know it's it's obvious that they are. Yeah, she did say that, which I I was Mm -hmm. like, whoa, man, she's really going off reservation here. Mm -hmm. Um, And I've I've gotten, you know, a lot of people uh, are liking what they're hearing. But yeah, I I would think that she's open to it. I personally haven't talked to her about it, but um, it's hard. What are the chances you're going to be in the White House if she becomes the VP? (laughs) Damn. What assistant are you going to be? Oh, God. Um, well, I'm going to be in charge of getting puberty blockers into the cereal of underage children. No, <laughs> no man. I, dude, the day they let a Jackman into the White House, I, I don't know, man, when, when that'll happen. Um, yeah. No, uh, you know, look, man. Right she'll be the press secretary. Uh, yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll go in. I'll fill in for Trump when he's sick. I'll dress like Trump and I'll go in there and then uh, I'll have the, the red button for the Diet Cokes and the red button for the nukes. Eric, you could be his body double. You know how they always have a body double for the president? Yeah, very, very nice dude, guy. Dude, do you guys know who Benjamin Fulford is? Have you heard of him? Yeah, he lived over here. Dude, he, yeah, he's yeah, right. He's from Japan. He's this guy. He he he'll he's top trending on Bitshoot like on the regular. And I watched his top trending video. He was number one video on Bitshoot the other day. It's like one of the top alternatives to to uh, YouTube. And he's he's that's what he's promoting the idea that there is a Trump body double and there's a pope the pope is wearing a mask and this is the most popular thing on Bitshoot it's just it's he says radiation is fake and the, the oh, body doubles like, yeah, society the, and thinks the nukes were fake all kinds yeah. of stupid stuff. A, a lots of people online think Biden's fake you see the side by sides like look at his ears and his, he's a different person imagine being that out there. Why would you, if you can fake him, why would you make him such an asshole and an idiot and fall asleep and all that? Like, if you could do it, Lucy Lucy back there in the third row, she helped me get her. She was 12, I was 35, man. Listen here, here's here's you see Biden on the girl the other day. Yeah, Uh, yesterday Biden was hugging on some other little girl. No serious boyfriend, she's 30. All right. Ashley Biden would take showers late at night, God, afraid that Joe. God was damn it, Adam! Adam, if I was if I was there in California, God damn it, I'd smell your hair right now. I would, oh, I, I miss you, Eric. Test. It's been too I, long. <laughs> I'll give you the old smell test. God damn it! God bless your soul, as my mother would say, Scranton, Pennsylvania. <laughs> yeah, it's. Uh, I don't know, man. We'll see what's going to happen here. I mean, when Reed can attest to this too. When Tulsi ran in twenty twenty. We had people come to the events. Uh, we basically had everybody but Democrats come to the events, you know, who were really open to her and liked her message and what she was saying. Um, so we'll see what happens. Uh, Reed, you saw Nikki Haley is going to be here next week, too. Oh, yeah. for so, one- Ryan, not only is Tulsi Gabbard campaigning for Don Baldick, but Nikki Haley's coming to campaign for him on Wednesday. The Ikki is going to take time off from Hukukake in the Knesset? <laughs> You know they made a coin of her. The the this uh, the Temple Institute minted a coin with with uh, Nikki Haley on it. 
You bring it she to the UN hot. and you can get her down on her knees. It's unbelievable, Adam. You wouldn't <laughs> believe it. Nikki Haley knee coin. It's a new Bitcoin NFT, the knee coin. All right. It's unbelievable. I said, Nikki, drop down to your knees. <laughs> is that going to be at a Christian Zionist church too? Is that is that what oh, the event's going to sure. be at with her? Sure, that's the fucking vibe. Yeah, it was it was funny. So I you need a uh, synagogue for her. I actually met um, Eric on Tulsi's campaign in 2020, um, and so I went to this event, and there were some people I recognized, and they were screaming at me that you know a vote for the libertarian is a vote for the democrat and like how oh, i gotta vote for the lesser of two evils in this race and i was like you fucking hypocrites this is exactly what everyone was telling us two years ago that we needed to vote for bernie or we needed to vote for whoever in the democratic race or whatever and and i said no fuck i'm not voting for bernie he's not anti-war enough or whatever and they you know but they were throwing those same exact fucking things at me and then <laughs> my favorite part was this guy was yelling right in my face, like Tulsi supports Don Baldick and that's good enough for me. Anyone that she endorses has my full support. And I was like, well, she did endorse Joe Biden <laughs> in 2020 and she endorsed Hillary Clinton after she, you know, after Bernie dropped out in 2016. So um, was that before know. or after Hillary called her a Russian agent? That was before. That was before. Uh, hopefully that helped. But Thanks. Before. Thanks, Hillary. But the, oh, people, the thing is, people don't fucking. Yeah, thanks, yeah. Hillary. You drove you drove her right out of the party. That's good. <laughs> <laughs> but they people don't want to like fucking push these people who are running for office. They don't want to, you know, challenge them on anything. And then if you start saying, "Hey, uh, you know, this guy said this the other week, and now he's saying this," they're like, "Shut up! Shut up! Shut up!" And I think politicians are like, we should treat them like dogs. We should throw them a treat when they do something good and then we should verbally beat them if they do something bad. By the way, I don't own a dog and I don't beat it, but I was just using that as, as an example. Rolled but up newspaper. Yeah. <laughs> it would be fun rolled to get paper, Pelosi yeah. with a rolled up newspaper. <laughs> bad witch, bad witch. <laughs> Did you guys watch her, her footage from January 6th? Yeah, she wanted Pelosi. to punch out Trump. Like, what fantasy land do you live in? Your bones would break. <laughs> Trump's like 6'4". He's kind of fat, but like Pelosi's little twig, uh, Cruella de Vil, witch. The king could just sumo her and fucking sit on her, dude. She's like the crypt keeper. The king could just sit on her with his big ass. She's like, are you recording? Are you recording? How's my my makeup? How's the lighting? Oh, I'm going to punch him in the face. Like, okay. Are my eye sockets not showing really badly? (laughs) Got eyebrows on the back of her head. She's 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 a disgusting witch. They didn't even put her in the new Hocus Pocus movie because she was way way too ugly for it. Okay, they said we need an ugly witch, but not that ugly. Okay, so ugly. Eric, what about her beach, beach photos? Uh, you saw the picture of dude. Uh, I'll suck um, those titties. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> you saw the picture of uh, the body with uh, Scott Horton at uh, oh. in uh, fucking. I, I did. I I met I met Scott Horton. He wrote the book Enough Already. Time to end the war on terror. It's a great book, and if you haven't read it, I suggest you read it or get it on audiobook with me narrating it for four hours, talking about how I was governor, and on 9-11, I went into military mode. We were attacked, Adam, and I went into military mode. I was a SEAL. I did other water demo, and I blew a lot of shit up. I did. Endorsed by Jesse Ventura. You know, I remember Jesse's defamation case, too. It's like... With this Alex Jones thing, everybody keeps saying, oh, there's no free speech. It's like, this is not a new precedent. There's always been defamation laws. And you you don't have the right to, if you lie about people and they suffer consequences and they can prove it, then you're going to get screwed most likely. That's it's what just he dubbed him, Adam. 
He did. I, I did. Chris Kyle, the American liar, slandered me. And, uh, <laughs> when Chris Kyle died, Adam, Ron Paul went on that day and he's like, Well, live by the sword, die by the sword. Well, oh, awesome. <laughs> fucking beast. Did he really say that? Hey, that is yeah. a uh, prophecy yeah. that Jesus yeah. got correct to live by yeah. the sword, die by the sword. Because he was a carpenter and then he got nailed to a piece of wood. He needed Bob Vila well, to help him. This old, this, old, this old house, this old cross starring Bob Vila. And Jim, I, there I, was I, a tweet I, that I saw way back in the day that someone, it was some conservative boomer con organization saying, what would Jesus's favorite gun be? And someone said, probably a craftsman or a boss ditch. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. We should ask Jim Caviezel and Mel Gibson. I'm living for Passion of the Christ to the resurrection, dude. That's going to be everything. Oh, and Ryan, we, are you in touch with Mel Gibson for his movie he's making about Israel? Have you heard about that? Ryan's consulting. I well, through David Cole, I know the Gibsons. Yeah, he really. His dad, his dad lived to be like two hundred and seven. Oh, Hutton. Yeah. <laughs> like. Yeah. Well, yeah uh, uh, Mel Gibson am, went on Rogan. And I have actually had some contacts shit. with uh, Reed knows with some people, but I I don't I would like to stay in the shadows. I'm learning from them how to uh, how to best get things done. Mm-hmm. I'm just the researcher. I'm just the guy to give people ammunition, but I want my name out of it. You're just a humble carpenter, Ryan. Uh, yeah, I just out here making my stools and stuff. <laughs> Actually, I have farming. I got a rice farm now. Dude, that's everything. Wow. You're, yeah. <laughs> I follow Jim Rogers, man. There's not enough youth doing in Japan. All the farmers are elderly. And not a lot of the younger people are doing it. And I'm like, well, you're still going to need rice. So that's what I'm doing. Sometimes you do a barefoot. (laughs) No, I wear these little crushing grapes shoes for it. Sometimes when I'm down and and I need a lift, I'll just, I'll listen to the best of the Mel tapes where he was recorded by his ex. And um, you let those rip, man. And then that this, you can channel the spirit when you listen to that. You ever listen to those, Adam? There's been some funny like Kanye and Mel Gibson memes, like pretending like they're talking to each other on the phone. Like, do you see what they do to the chickens? (laughs) (laughs) They just had that with Yom Kippur, waving chickens above their heads. Uh, You know, you guys mentioned veterans today earlier. They're big proponents. They they popularize the Kazarian theory. Have you guys you guys aware of that? Yeah, Gordon Duff admits he's like 40% of what I say is just patently false. <laughs> Who says something like that? Who says something like that? Gordon Duff. Come on, man. Listen, listen here. Well, you man. Know, they got the word veterans in the title, and veterans have such reverence. It's like automatic shut up, worship the veterans. They have, Thank you for your service, that kind of thing. It's like, okay, great, veterans, whatever. Just because you put that in the title doesn't mean you ought to listen to what they're writing. That site is Coca Cola. All it's just it's awful. And it- right. have you seen uh, fucking Alex Stein going after Dan Crenshaw outside the Capitol building. Did you see that video today? Or oh yeah, re- recently. Like, you're, you're little. Well, you're smaller. What do you than think of prime time, Adam? <laughs> what do you he, think of Alex? He, Stein, he, he's Adam? blown up really fast. I think he's doing well for himself. Um. You know, I I don't think he's going to be exposing and and really bucking the system because he's not calling out Zionism. But 
he did have that moment with the guy on InfoWars where he kind of shut it down, right? He was like, oh, you can't talk about that on InfoWars. You guys see that? No, but no, I believe it. No, no. no. Uh, he, had, he, he, was, he was guest hosting InfoWars, and there was a guest on who said that Hollywood is run by a gay and a Jayish mafia. And he was like, oh, oh, you can't say that on InfoWars. You kind of shut it down. And then he joked with Owen Benjamin. And he was like, well, I didn't disagree with it, but you know, we were going to a commercial, yeah, and I couldn't just say that. Well, I don't. I mean, he's pretty funny. I think he follows me on Twitter. Yeah, um, I think he's buddies. I think he's buddies with Owen. Owen I Benjamin. think he's genuine, Adam, and he just doesn't know. Like he was on this show asking nine eleven stuff, and it was all like, you know, newbie. Coops yeah, stuff. I know. P- people think that like everybody knows exactly what the truth is. So if they're not covering it, like what you think is the truth, like they must be, you know, being paid to say what they say. But people, a lot of people are just on their journey and, and trying to figure right. things out. And you know, I, 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 I think he's. Know. Yeah, I, I don't. I don't look to him. He's a comedian. I don't look to him. He's a provocateur and a comedian, and he's kind of in with the Zionist right. So you know, he is what he is. I wouldn't expect to get some hardcore, you know truths about like the zionism from him or anything but he's a cool he's a cool guy though I, I got to hang out with him in dc with marjorie taylor green on the steps of the capitol and we recorded a video and i did trump's voice i said we're doing our own soft j6 here and i'm i'm here to promote a royal rubble mma fight marjorie taylor green the georgia peach versus that bartender from brooklyn AOC, Alexandria, Ocasio-Cortez. Get my Diet Coke, by the way, AOC. It's going to be a bloodbath, and Joe Rogan's going to be calling the fight down at Eric, speaking of Georgian politicians, how excited for Herschel Walker are you? Like, if dude, you, dude <laughs> we need him in the Senate, man. Just fucking throwing footballs around and knocking bitches up and lying about it. It's literally everything. Abandoning his gay son. Oh, it's dude, it's, it's so good. And as, as Dawson says, dude, just the amount of retard sauce. It's just all, oh, it's just so much retard sauce. In there. Yeah. No, I'm, the alternative. I'm, who, uh, Warnock, right? He was running against. And, and yeah. dude, in the debate when he flashed his fucking um, Beverly Hills uh, cop fucking badge, I'm a cop. I'm a cop. <laughs> They're like, we, we told you guys the rules. You're not allowed to have props in this debate. But he likes flash of this badge. Dude, it's, it's fucking incredible, man. The simulation just keeps tilting more and more each day. <laughs> it gets more. The, I don't understand this uh, elevation of comedians to look into comedians for your politics. The left's been doing that for a while. I mean, they, they basically got their script from the goes in order, like John Stewart, John Oliver, Al Franken, Stephen Colbert, Trevor Noah, like that's. That Bill is Mayer. the left brain trust is a bunch of clowns, oh. comedians. They're not even good comedians, none of them, but they're there as comedy or whatever. And then we get, you know, there are Jimmy Doors and Smiths and stuff that are like better than the other stuff on YouTube. But it's like, it's not that deep. There's not that much depth to any of these guys. But what about Sam Tripoli? He goes like deep. Top, top tier of party. Like they know everything. Owen Benjamin. Oh, and Benjamin, too. He's funny and on. He's got a lot of attention, but he's not an intellectual at all. I'm waiting for him to be like, okay, the flat earth thing was just a bit, guys. I'm joking. I (laughs) (laughs) I don't know, man. Owen? It it triply knows it's not the Jesuits and the Kazarian reptilian mafia running everything. He knows that. You shouldn't get your news from comedians. You shouldn't. It, you, they're good in their own lane. They're funny, and now and then they'll have some political insight, like George Carlin, great fucking speech about you know the American dream and all that. 
making fun of things as comics ought to do. I don't but care. Don't need for office. That's how you got a Zelensky. He was a, the was whole government of Ukraine right now was a comedy troupe yeah. that mm. actually got into power. And this He's is running around Dawson all coked up in the high heels doing a rendition of Cats and Rent is literally everything. You know, playing piano with stuff. Yeah, no, it's it's, it's, un, it's unbelievable. Well, yeah, no, the real comedians who like Dick it's, Gregory, man, maybe he was easier to make fun of stuff than it is to come up with a viable policy yourself. Right, but oh, I course. feel like comedy helps you breach certain topics that you never. Yeah, like, it's a necessary weapon. It just shouldn't yeah. be the front line thing the way everybody's making it out to be. Well, I don't know. Like, I think Alex Stein like has done more to politically trash Dan Crenshaw than someone who could like. You know, you could have someone like break down everything bad Dan Crenshaw has ever done, and knowing so like it's like the LP New Hampshire tweet with Megan McCain. You couldn't though. Well, the because thing they'd like, be banned. What about what about the tweet, Reed? Or the Megan McCain tweet we made like that caused a bigger conversation around how awful the McCains are than like anything else I've ever seen before because it was fucking funny, and if it hadn't yeah. been funny, like it wouldn't have sparked anything. So I feel like you can be. Fucking, you could be putting out information <clears throat> all day long. That, that's the thing you have to have. I mean, obviously, I agree with that. I started that. I started the anti McCain shit. I had the same tweets in the years prior the day he died. Right. I made it an anniversary. I stuck it on a calendar. I sent, I made a t shirt. I sent it to her, all that. But my Twitter was banned. Yeah. If you get it, you get it out there, it's good to get your foot in the door. But then when the conversation about McCain's comes, you better have the meat and potatoes ready to say how bad John McCain was. So you use exactly. the comedy to get your foot in the door. But right. if you only put in foot in doors and you never have the, the, the punch lined up after it doesn't matter. And a lot right. of these people like they get a whole bunch of attention, making fun of Dan Crenshaw. Okay. But why does he suck? Well, the why right. does he suck part never came out. Yeah. You gotta have it both. Is, it's like, yeah, just yeah. use comedy for what it's for. But we're using it as like, yeah, these comedians should all run for office. And I'm like, no, fucking no. We have way better than that. We should use them to get other people in the office. I'd like to have Dave Smith get Scott Horton into office, you know, like it's, but and Dave's right. He kind of does both. Right. He kind of does know some of this stuff, but not like Scott does and not like many other people do. Like those are the people we need in office. The comedian. You know who's really good? My, a comedian I like a lot is uh, Ryan Long. Yes. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> dude, his racist, anti-racist thing was number was top notch. He does the ones he wears the purple wig and plays the woke mom. Those are those are just everything, dude. Fucking, I love his man on the street too. He sticks a camera in someone's face and he goes, "Who's got the better tits, Liz Warren or Amy Klobuchar?" You know, and then he's just dude. He's so natural and he's you know he's Canadian. So those Canadians dude, are JP funny. Steer, sadly is doing an event with Dan Crenshaw. Ooh. I like that guy, but I knew he was a ginger, so I knew something would happen. And then <laughs> there he is. He's having an event with Dan Crenshaw's like every time. Alex, Alex Stein's like, I patch McCain, I patch McCain. Dude, you know that you know that Crenshaw wanted to fucking strangle prime time when that happened. Oh, he, dude. He yeah. got under his skin. He got on he got under his eye patch big time. Dude, Alex Didn't... Stein has caused so many high-profile people to talk about him, and they don't realize that that's his goal the whole time is to get them to fucking, like, did you see what this guy did? So, like, Dan Crenshaw will tweet about him. AOC will make multiple videos talking about how traumatized she is. <laughs> it's like, you guys are doing exactly what he fucking wants you to do. And the one she made, you can see prime time in the back. He's, like, waving at her. She's like, there was, there was this guy. He accosted me, said, I'm a big booty Latina. And he's like... <laughs> Fucking everything. What were you gonna say, Adam? 
uh, comedians. Swim video. <laughs> Bill Mayer just had another exclusive sit-down interview with Netanyahu. Did you guys check that out? No, no, no that. that's Bill on Mar? my list. Bill Maher, Bill Maher yeah. What did with I say? Fucking, Mayer? With with fucking Mayer. BB. Dude. Yeah. Oh God. You guys have to check that out. They yeah, talk they a lot about it. Did, uh, they talk did, about did, Kanye's anti-Semitism. Should should there be consequences for his anti-Semitism? Hey. Hey, hey, Adam, question mm-hmm. for you from Jesse Ventura. Do you think mm-hmm. when Bill Maher interviewed BB Netanyahu, he put some thermite from the World Trade Center in his weed? <laughs> what do you think? That would, that would be the bomb. Maybe. Literally. Yeah, Kanye literally. in those circles talked about whites collectively, talked about blacks collectively all the time, no consequence, talks about Jews collectively. Bam, here comes the hammer. No, yeah, he said anybody that they blackball anybody that opposes their agenda, and then boom, you're banned and debanked, and you lose your stadiums, and you can't put out your T-shirt. And LeBron James's like uh, TV show about the barbershop, they filmed with him, and then they didn't release it. They said we can't promote Kanye's hate speech, and then he called him out. So, so. I'm amazed. I've never seen like th- there's been rappers that have called this out before, but nobody has done it as hardcore as Kanye. Nobody with the the, the celebrity status and the the wealth has called out. I was gonna say the, the he, power in their industry like Kanye just did yesterday. He must have fuck you money, Adam. And I, I give Roger Waters credit for this too, because Roger Waters has fuck you money and power and influence, as we all saw, guys. We we met him and. What do you think about Roger Waters, Adam? Wait, before before you answer that, I want to just point out that the good candidate in the Senate race, who is a Jew, uh, said this <laughs> a couple days ago. Jeremy Kaufman, if you don't want people to believe a shadowy Jewish cabal runs everything, then it might not be a good idea to ban people for saying a shadowy Jewish cabal runs everything. Yeah, nailed it. <laughs> That's the point I was trying to make earlier. I'm like, you're just you're not you're not creating doubt with this you're affirming it when you behave like this mm-hmm. let's see we got uh 50 super no. chat thank you ronwell uh eric can i have president ventura praise my favorite child star julian hilliard for following me back pretend that he followed me back under ventura and cynthia mckinney timeline he's a big fan of the predator film and i support the ticket well, Ron, I have no idea what the fuck you're talking about, but I can offer my two I can offer my two cents on that since I was in Predator. I tried to kill him. I almost got him. Arnold got the better of the Predator in that deal. But uh, congratulations, Julian Hillard, not to be confused with Julian Assange, who should not be rotting in a cage. If anyone should be in a cage, it should be Bibi Netanyahu and the Kushners, but that's for another talk. But congratulations for getting the following. And Cynthia McKinney's a woman of honor. She's a brave woman with her flotillas and her raging against the New World Order. So congratulations. And follow that up. What, what does Lindsey Graham think about uh, Kanye? Well, you know, I think Kanye, he's a strong, he's a strong little black boy. I think he's he's kind of dangerous. I think I think he's da- he's dangerous to a lot of people. And, you know, I, I know uh, I talked about boots on the ground in Syria and, you know, I like Kanye's boots. So maybe sometime he can put them boots on and walk all over my back because I have some back problems from some of them boys I'm rolling with down there in D.C. in the swamp, if you know what I mean. <laughs> <laughs> Lindsay would like to buck break. Oh, yeah. So, Adam, uh, you're talking about Bill Maher there for a second. Um, what do you think about like the the atheist industry, like industrial atheist, mm. like uh, Sam Good Harris? Question. 
Lamar, uh, Richard Dawkins. Uh, Excuse me. Hitchens. Harris. Mar. <laughs> Gee, atheist. Yes, Man. that's a very, very good question. A lot of the atheist community and academia is dominated by people who are very sympathetic to Judaism. They'll focus on criticizing Christianity and Islam all day long. Right. And uh, but they will, they're very soft on Judaism. They won't cover actually all the atrocious supremacist genocidal doctrines in Judaism and Kabbalah and Zohar and Talmud and all of that. And and I think that's interesting because this is where this is the religion that originated the other two. They're very clearly derivative, you know, sister religions that spun off of of Judaism. And they take all the blame. It's almost like a scapegoating of the Gentiles. We're blamed for uh, believing in Jesus and persecuting it. See, they, this is very esoteric. They believe they're chosen to be hated. It's a very like sick, traumatizing type of a religion to believe that God chose you to be hated by the rest of the, uh, the, the nations. And through Jesus, they believe that they killed Jesus. So they're the synagogue of Satan or their father's the devil, these things that turns them into the victims and turns us into the villains and makes us lose our moral high ground so that we can't criticize them for the views that they have. Also, Christian Christians provide cover for them. So the atheist community right. is completely hijacked and controlled by gatekeepers that are so soft on Judaism and they, they won't cover the Christian deception, the idea that Christianity is like a deliberate, uh, intentional hoax with a mythical character get to get the whole world to follow their mythical character that they supposedly hate that really just tricks them into worshiping the God of Israel. And it's worked incredibly effectively. Bill Maher did a movie called Religiosity where he went after every faith other than Judaism. Reli no, that's not true. It's, it was Religulous. Religious. what it was oh, called. Religious? <laughs> yeah, it's called Religulous. And he did, he did make fun of some rabbis that were like, oh, on the Sabbath, we can't flip on our light switch, so we have this loophole, blah, blah, blah. So The whole movie was just anti-Christian. Really. It was more anti-Christian, yeah. And, and it's very acceptable to criticize Islam and, Jude and Christianity, but then to play it like the, the Judaism is just the victims and they're the ones that have been persecuted. And, and, and they have, but that's also part of the religion and part of their atonement and their redemption and all these, these things. And so really you, in the... Yeah? Go ahead. Keep going. No, go ahead. Uh, I was going to say, what do you think about like the Ben Affleck... Uh, interaction with Bill Maher because there there is that too like I would agree Judaism is the one that's the most off limits but there are some liberals who like will not let you talk about Islam because they view Islam as a race instead of a set of ideas or whatever do you run into that much or do you think it is not that big a deal well there's like a Zionist agenda to pit Christianity against Islam that's what it's always been about Esau, so to understand the patriarchs in Judaism, you have Abraham, his first son was Ishmael, and then he right. had another son, Isaac, and Isaac was the chosen, chosen one, and Ishmael was like the unchosen one, and that became Islam and the Arabs. And then the right. next generation down, there's Jacob and Esau. Jacob is Judaism, and Esau is Christianity and the Gentiles. So there's right. one chosen and one like e the evil antithesis. And then there, throughout history, 
there's these two spinoff religions off of Judaism, Christianity and Islam, and they've been clashing and waging war against each other, pinned against each other. And that's what they want in the end times is a big war between Christianity and Islam. So he's a plot in the eighties to blow up the Alaska mosque and blame it on Christians to kick that war going. I mean, I've got films about it. Well, yeah, that's what the whole war on terror was about also. Israel, a joke from Sam Hyde. If Kanye West got up there and said American Samoans control the banking and media, no one would care. Like, okay, they obviously don't, whatever. Like, the argument should stand on its own. It's because he said Jews. The only reason that that's so offensive is because so many people, like, how true does it have to be to be offensive, right? There's a lot of people who who believe that and see that they look at Hollywood, they look at the federal reserve, they look at the, a lot of the major heads of banks. They are of a particular ethnic group. Now we know it's that a subset of a larger group, you can't blame the whole on a subset, but people do that with like crime statistics too. They go, Oh, blacks commit 55% of violent crimes. Like, yeah, but it's only 0.01% doing all of it. But you know, they'll look at that. Why they should just be addressed with dialogue, but instead they cancel, shut it down, and make an example out of them. And they're just adding to his argument by behaving the way they are, as, as Kaufman said. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> yeah. What, um, so what level do you think religious ideology actually plays in political power? Because I know that, I mean, it obviously plays some role, but then at the same time, like you've got a Muslim country like Saudi Arabia that'll ally with Israel and the United States. So it, it's not... The well, they're Abrahamic brothers. Right. They got the Abraham Peace Accords. They have the Noahide laws where they believe Islam is Noahide compliant. Christianity, not so much, but it is uh, preparing, like as the top Maimonides, the top rabbi in Judaism says that Christianity and Islam are preparing the world for the Messianic age. So, so you work with that completely dependent on religious beliefs they have a monarchy mm-hmm. right and, and look in america there's almost nine in ten in congress identify as christian the the biggest caucus in republicans is the christian caucus I, i'm sure at the event you were just at earlier today if it was at a church that um, there was mention of israel i just saw clips recently of uh, marjorie taylor green saying that she's because she's a christian she supports israel and she's what what votes pro-israel more than anybody else in congress um, General Flynn says the same type of things. Their influence, yeah. the power of, of Zionism in Israel is, you can't explain it. Anything else besides Christianity is the cause of this. And because Christians believe the Torah is the word of God and they, and they worship a, the, the Jewish Messiah, they almost give a pass to all the things that Judaism promotes. Right. I just and showed a picture was- yesterday on Telegram of a baby that was pulled out of its dead mother's womb where some Israeli shot a pregnant woman trying to get a two for one for sport. And you show this to Christians or to anybody like here's a baby. It's probably, it probably died, but like they had to cut open the dead mother and pull the baby out to try to save it from an Israeli sniper. If they saw that they would be horrified. If they saw the settlements, if they saw the way that Israeli snipers shoot kids in the knees and stuff for fun, and the house demolitions and just moving into phosphorus, room, putting people into cages, using chemical weapons that are outlawed, like all the stuff the Israelis do, they would be horrified, but they don't see it because we have a Zionist media. The other thing is 
you ask them, they ignore all the facts. They ignore all the European colonizers that moved there in the 30s and 40s and took over land by force because to them, reality doesn't matter. It's but that's their land. They've been there for thousands of years because that's what's in the Bible, right? So they think, yeah, you can just come back from somewhere from thousands of years absent and kill the indigenous people. The Philistines have also been there for thousands of years. The difference is they've had can contiguously live there where all these like blue eyed, white skin, so-called Jews that need suntan lotion to go outside in Israel claim that that's their homeland and that they're <clears throat> And it works because of religiousized history. They think King David was a real person. They think right. King Solomon was a real person. They're about as real as King Arthur. No archaeological evidence. Nobody mentions them other than religious texts. Yeah, we have archaeological evidence for everyone around them and way before them with Egyptian pharaohs and stuff. We have physical evidence for all everybody else except these characters that, you know, King Solomon used a magic ring to control demons to build his temple. Like crazy stuff, right? That David killed a, a giant named Goliath. They're like it's bullshit. But they take in a religiousized history and turn it into actual history. And then they use that to say, well, God's a real estate agent and he gave this land to the Jews and they've been there for thousands of years. It's their land. So because of that mythological belief, you can just murder kids and forcibly remove them off the land because they're the wrong ethnic group to occupy that space. Well, we like, the, we like the Muslims when they're fighting the Russians in Afghanistan, then suddenly they're the good guys. <laughs> yeah, they're freedom fighters. And that way yeah. Al Qaeda was fighting. They believe, and so they the, believe in the same book as us. Like they, they believe in the same God and they just like have a different prophet than, you know, our savior or whatever. That was the narrative like 30 years ago, but then they're the bad guys again. So it all goes out the window, but it's just funny how quickly that narrative can shift. Oh yes. Yeah. I mean, they're, they are sponsoring ISIS groups in Syria too. They call them the moderate rebels, right? Right. Gave them pads and everything else. And they're and, chopping uh, off heads and hands and eating organs. You know, uh, slaughtering you know Ryan, forget, eight. forget about uh, Trump Heights, Golan Heights. We're going to rebuild the King David hotel and call it the Trump hotel. And they'll never bomb it again. Believe me. How could you have ethnic cleansing, colonization, and child murdering without religion? Like, how could you possibly ever, ever excuse that? You can't. It takes a mental illness to be able to just go, that doesn't bother me. Keep going. You know, God. You have me. to believe God you is on your side, and that's what they believe. That they're to. the light, and we're the darkness. And, and the Torah is the truth, and anybody against the Torah is Amalek, and they're eternal enemies. And then you and then the, they're protected by the left. And that's why the left is so dominant in look, the entire Western Hemisphere besides Brazil is left wing government. Right. The left. The left isn't what the left used to be. Right. The left used to care about labor. They used to care about workers rights, consumer rights, things like that. They the kind of left that exists, what we call the far left or whatever, you know, the, the trans and all this stuff. They exist because of Zionist media. That's what they, they show what benefits them because identitarian ideology benefits Zionists because they can say any criticism of what Israel's doing means you just hate Jews and you're anti-Semite and then racism's worsening in the world. So you're all going to be canceled. Da, 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 da. They're not, there's no semblance for fighting for labor or consumer rights. They become the white identity, anti-white identity cult, and it serves Zionism. And that's not something that like liberals created. It's what got gutted out of 
something that existed. It's all that's left of the left is this anti-white cult. And, you know, every white not on board with this message doesn't get to speak or they don't get donations. And Zionists filter what gets in the media and what doesn't. And you, you got to be some sort of shabby score. Or you don't get a camera. And so what ends up happening is the party just gets diluted to nothing but a servant of Israel. And the same thing happens on the right. Republicans have to be the holy Jesus roller Christian Zionists or you don't get any money. You don't get any camera and you don't get elected. And it's just like. 95% of Israelis supported the war on Gaza. 95%. That's because the the media gives them a narrative. It's not because they're all immoral and just like crazy or something. It's because they have no idea what's going on. The narrative is dictated to them by television, which is owned by a clique of Zionists here and there. And so they see it as we're just defending ourselves from thousands of rockets from Hamas and blah, blah, blah. That's the only story they know. It's the censorship that causes all these wars. If they were to see the plight of Palestinians and know what was going on, there's no way if you had just a shred of natural human empathy, like a, a heart, you couldn't support it. You couldn't do it. They support it because they don't know what the fuck is going on because the press just sits there and lies to them all day, every day. And they're doing that now. They're lying about Ukraine. They're lying. They lied about Iraq. They lied about Syria. They lied about Libya. You know, and we blew the fuck out of these places and destroyed hundreds of thousands of lives. And they just la ti da. They keep giving money to it and stuff. But hey, don't say the wrong thing on Twitter. Then they'll cancel your bank account and stuff if you talk about a particular group. Right. But you can support all the war, the sanctions, the starvation, fucking torture. All that's OK. And you can still get reelected. But, you know, if you're accused of racism, that's worse than being a rapist because Racism protects Zionism because Zionism conflates itself to be a race, which Jews are not a race. It's a religion. But they say, ah, that's anti-Semitism. And any criticism of what they're doing, because they could walk up, pull a baby on the stage, blow its head off, and that would be you could now I said this, they could get on stage and eat a baby, and they say, human shield, it's the baby's fault. He would have grown up to be a terrorist, whatever. If you had enough media, the NPCs would still support it. They're the ones walking around with a mask like an asshole and six jabs in their arm and a Ukrainian flag. Like they don't think for themselves. Nobody does. Like the the, no the people you can There's reach no with reason are very small. This is a, a war of emotions, and they're getting everything from television. And you will not find a single politician, left or right, that doesn't support Israel. It is fucking impossible to get elected without being Zionist. Thomas Massey, he's the only one. Um, yeah, but well, Thomas Massey and Ron Paul. I mean, that's yeah. Ron Paul got in because the incumbent died in the middle of the race. Cynthia McKinney. Yeah. She well, she did that after, and she got ran out, and then couldn't get reelected. Yeah. Um, I actually had a friend ask me about the neo Nazis in Ukraine, and if. Uh, Israel was helping Jewish people in Ukraine escape or something. I was like, well, actually, Israel is training the Azov Battalion in Ukraine. The IDF has been training them. So, yeah, it's uh, they trained the Savat in Iran. Yep. I mean, that's this is like this isn't a Jew Muslim thing. It's not like forget about Jews, forget about Muslims, forget about whatever's. This isn't a race thing. This is a political ideology. Zionism is a particular interpretation of Judaism. It's the dominant one, but it's still a subset. But it 
Zionism is the issue. You have Christian Zionists, Jewish Zionists. You you even have Wahhabi that will align themselves with it when they're opportunistic. You have atheist Zionists. Too, yeah, like, which is like you're an atheist Jews. I'm like, no, you're an atheist Zionist. If you're yeah. an atheist, you can't be Jewish. Like right. you can't. That's not what that word means. Yeah, but yeah, you got a lot of them. All they do really believe in is themselves. They just worship the tribe. It's just a narcissistic, fucking disgusting, human hating, backwards religion that has become a political ideology and actual policy. I mean, they are colonizing a state right now. They're getting billions of dollars from the U.S. and all over the world to subsidize uh, an anti-human cult that, you know, waves chickens around in the air and stuff and cuts pieces off penises and stuff. They're fucking nuts. But it's like, well, that's you can be nuts if it's your religion. You know, you can oh, spray blood on the door of a lamb and stuff like why? That's ridiculous. Religion. OK, then you get a pass like they put the fun in, in fundamentalists. They put the fun in mental illness. <laughs> All right, Eric, I, I know we got to end up. Uh, we got to end here soon because uh, Adam's got to go. But I want to talk about our. Um event that's coming up at the shell in uh rollinsford on uh this is friday i think right or is it saturday yeah, yeah, yeah friday. this is uh, coming up this friday october 21st the coast of new hampshire anyone listening or watching who's in the area new england new hampshire vermont massachusetts reed and i and my brother mike are going to do a live jackman radio show so it's going to be you know just all of our best impressions some stories um some audience participation you know we'll just talk some shit and we'll let it rip. And that is this Friday, October 21st, 8 p.m. at a place called The Shell in Rawlingsford, New Hampshire. And uh, maybe read this video. Is that a gas video. station? <laughs> it's been, a, uh, a Shell gas station? Yeah, <laughs> it's, 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 it's at a Shell with Muhammad Bonesaw and the Saudi oil sheiks. It's going to be unbelievable. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, just, tickets just like... are 15, 15 bucks. You can order them there. And, uh, you know, just be a couple of your favorite horsemen. Uh, Dawson will be there in spirit. He'll be uh, channeling from Japan. We'll have a whole seance kind of thing, and we'll have Dawson there via the spirit. Um, yeah, the great spirit. <laughs> yeah, the, yeah, exactly. He'll be uh, he'll be there, and um, yeah, I'm looking forward to that. Read. It's going to be fun, man. You know, we're just gonna we'll tell some stories of our travels and some of the cool stuff we've done, and uh, you know, we'll just let it rip. So you can be there, folks. We'd love to have you there. Hey, yeah. Shell gas there, station folks. is going to be like the five-star hotel soon. Only the richest people can hang out at a gas station. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. They're um, so stupid. Do what they did. To, I'm going to do a Ukraine update solo later. But like, man, Europe is fucked. And I'm I take no delight in that. I think it's horrifying. But it's like you did it to yourselves. Yeah. Who who who's controlling Europe though in America? Who's controlling what? You did it to yourselves. Well, like if America, could, yeah, yeah. This is the plan. Remember to destroy when Germany. America cut off Eda. their nuclear power. Now the U.S. or U.K. whoever blew up the Nord Stream lines, so they can't get gas that way. Uh, they're going back to coal. They have a green party, and they're. I mean, it's just every bad decision you could possibly do. And now they're talking about putting caps on capping the price. They're like, oh yeah. Yeah, that's good. Remember, was it Milton Friedman's? Like, you want to know how to get a shortage on tomatoes? You make them all two cents. They'll be gone within a day, and they'll quit producing them because you can't sell them for profit. You want to run out of gas? Put a cap on it. Morons. 
they did it to themselves though. They're, they, they are so scared, especially in Germany to do anything in national interest. Cause if you start talking like that, then you're a Nazi and you're Hitler and that you're done. Right. So they went to the other direction, which is uh, going to be their complete demise. They're going to freeze and they're going to starve this winter. Bravo. Keep listening to shit libs. That's your in conclusion. Is Israel not going to come in and save the day? Well, that, well, that's the thing. That's this weird thing. Israel's in Lebanon has said they discovered these gas fields and they might be the provider of gas and oil to Europe when they've been cut off from Russia completely and their pipelines are physically destroyed. What a coincidence. How convenient. Maybe, maybe mm. Genie Energy can find some of that out there. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, we'll look at the board members of that. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, Ryan, Conrad Blatt, by the way, uh, also on the board of Burisma Holdings with and Devin Archer, God damn it, Devin Archer's a good man. He's in jail. Good man, you son of a bitch. He's the only one that didn't have a daddy that was a senator. You listen here, Adam, you crazy son of a bitch. So, Ryan, what do you think about liberals finally turning on Saudi Arabia to some extent because they're allying with Russia a little bit in the uh, in the energy sector, but finally liberals are saying we need to, you know, dump Saudi Arabia, which I don't care what their rationale for is for it is. I'm just yeah. really doing it. But yeah, you actually, there was a, a blip where they went against Saudi Arabia before for the same reason. Like they didn't right. care about Yemen for about nine years. And then when Russia was going to sell S 400 systems to Saudi Arabia, then they're like, Oh, what about Yemen? Like they don't, they still don't care about Yemen. It's just an excuse to try to control Saudi Arabia to bend to liberal whims. And they don't, they really still don't care whether, oh, they just let women drive or that fact that they're starving their neighbors or any of the, or Khashoggi or any of that. That whole just letting women drive thing, I think I side with Saudi Arabia. I mean, you know, the 16th Amendment was an abomination. So was the 19th. So, you know. I always start with, well, Lincoln started the income tax and the 16th was never ratified, but the 19th amendments where we really went downhill. But well, no, I mean, in the, women can drive like some of them. I just had when met. I'm in the car. Well, wasn't it in the news this week that Biden asked Saudi Arabia to not decrease production and they said no? Or he said until after the midterms. He's got a female vice president. They're not going to listen to him. They think he's a joke. Yeah, I my son, he's like one of my sons is like a prodigy kid. He was telling me I knew about left handed and right handed and ambidextrous. But did you know that you can also be no handed? Just you're uncoordinated in both hands. It's called female drivers. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> Kamala, she broke history, folks. I'm scared every day when I go on the road because this whole half the drivers on the road are Asian females. Yeah, I was going to say they're all Asian. About as dangerous as you can here. get. <laughs> See, we can tell these kind of jokes. Making fun of stereotypes is funny, but there's just one group that's off limits. Well, no, no, no. The difference is with Asians, literally all of them are bad drivers. So, <laughs> <laughs> well, I would put their F1 racers against NASCAR anyway. Hey, hey, you're forgetting about Hans the, the bell curve. Like, they me. got a wide bell curve. There's a lot of bad Excuse ones, me. but when, they do, when an Asian decides to do something, they do it the best. There's Hans. level expert, level Asian, including driving. Hans and Fast male. and Furious, Tokyo Drift. He's the best. We're going to give him credit. <laughs> no, I mean, not F1. a hologram either. And I'm from North Carolina. I know NASCAR, but I'll tell you, man, the Japanese would smoke us. It's hard to Have make. you been to NASCAR? 
I actually went to, I, yeah, I, I, have. Have, I had a, a friend of mine's dad was an amateur um, racer, but I've been there. I've been to, I met Daryl Green, my uncle. I told you my Redskin story already. I'll skip that. But yeah, I've, I've done all the redneck stuff, monster trucks, um, NASCAR, football, all that. We got a track in New Hampshire called the Lions. Rice Bowl. Here's, here's redneck versus, this is where high-tech redneck, this is so Japanese. I went to a racing event of remote control cars. They're not ordinary remote control cars. They're like very expensive, good cars. And you're up on these bridges looking down at this course and they're racing remote control cars. But what's funny about this is because there are no drivers, it's okay to bump and wreck the other cars. They made it way more interesting. <laughs> it's like robot war racing. I, I went to that. I thought, man, this is going to be dumb, but I had a good time and got plastered and I was like actually rooting for the cars that I wanted to win. <laughs> it was fun. Yeah, we have a, we have a track in New Hampshire called Loudon, and I went to an NASCAR race there, you know, probably close to 20 years ago. And I, I had fun. I actually enjoyed it. Yeah, it's a redneck left turn. Yeah, it was <laughs> exactly. It was good. So what's going on it's in California? It's by which to drink. It's just like fishing. Yeah, There's a thing right. going on, but really you're drinking. That's, the reason that's how racing is. Women like the bleachers because the whole thing vibrates every time the cars go by. Come on, come on, man. No, nothing. Is, okay. is California going to sink out, Adam, to the Pacific? How's it going out there? Please. <laughs> no, I don't think that's going to happen. We might run out of water, though. Hey, you yeah. can get a discount on rent if you're transgender in San Francisco. Really? Yeah, you subsidize based on your gender because that's not sexist or racist at all. I wonder if that's going to be incentive to create more, more switches. Palm Springs. Well, I mean, can't you just sort of declare it? I don't think you need like bottom surgery. You just wear a dress. That's what I'm saying. A, a lot of people yeah. are going to declare it if you get a discount. Yeah. I think that's good. Like bring on the clowns. You got all these people cross-dressing for their rent to get reduced. I hope, I hope <laughs> Caitlin, you get a discount at the country club. My wine here is getting really expensive. So. I could take any break I can get. Surprise. It's like I've said, I don't care about policy anymore because I know nothing that I want to have happen will happen. So it's just ultimate entertainment. That's all I care about at this point. Front row seat. Fucking Fuck yeah. Let it go. That's Front why we seat. need Donald Trump 2024. I was just thinking that. I was like, that's why I want. That's <laughs> you the, listen, man. Oh, yeah. Part of me wants me to win just so I can be right about like right. the Zionists getting back in power and marching towards their zion don new world order i mean dude i want i think he is gonna win trump versus desantis primary that's all i care about it's gonna be so (laughs) vicious and bloody and just punching back and forth i can't wait two giga chad apex predators fucking duking it out dude desantis (laughs) has his gubernatorial race so he's got to win that which that's you're going up against charlie chris that fucking cocksucker good for florida you gotta admit Everyone I know from Florida you, you just couldn't them. start a business there, Ryan. <laughs> so there's like so many fucking anti BDS laws and shit there. But mm-hmm. um, yeah, good point. Well, yeah. I wouldn't be allowed to do it anywhere in the US anyway. So, but at True. least he ta- he put taxes on Disney. I was like, I'd rather go the other direction and take taxes off everyone else. But if you're going to have one, you, you got to have either tax them both just, or don't tax both so, so some, of these, uh, some of these books are coming out that people wrote about trump and one of them was they were doing like debate prep and something about tranny trans came up and trump was like so was she cocked or decocked was it cocked <laughs> or decocked 
We, that, that's the kind of stream of consciousness. Awesome. Yeah, that's the stream of consciousness, Adam, that we need. That I miss. You know, I miss it. Uh, yeah, I totally miss that. And we, 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 we all deal with it in our own ways. Yeah, we all deal with with him being away in our own ways. But I think he's going to come back, and he's definitely John the Baptist. Hey, he know? didn't start any new wars. It's true. Biden true. technically hasn't yet. <laughs> well, come on, man. You don't know what fucks with a Biden. Get, get Brandon. I got yeah. plenty of time. Give me plenty of time on that Amtrak in Scranton, Pennsylvania. I'll start. He'll wait till after the midterms to really, uh, to really fuck up in Ukraine. He's trying. He wanted a victory. And this is something sad. This, I feel bad for Ukrainians, but they, the White House pushed them to get a victory in Kyrgyzstan before the midterm. But they're, it's the dumbest time to do it because their supply lines are messed up from all the missile strikes on the rails and the electricity. Starlink was having problems. It's the mud season. They don't have the personnel. Uh, and they just pushed them to go on the offense anyway. So they did yesterday. And it was miserable. It was like a six to one kill ratio. It was like fighting General Lee or something. They just got smoked. And uh, Russia... You know, was happy to wipe them out, I suppose, and tighten up the line. But now it's like, okay, if you waited till the mud season was over and the ground was frozen, you could actually use mechanized units and stuff. You would have had a better performance. But now, because they lost so much personnel, they can't do it later. They've messed up the time when they want to do it. But they did it for political reasons. And you see a lot of Ukraine's offense is about PR and short-term gains and hooray, hurrah on Twitter rather than being strategic victories or even a tactical victory. They're just doing stuff like, oh, let's go grab a bunch of empty land and color it in on the map. But then we also got out of our defensive positions, bunkers and trenches, and the Russian Air Force and artillery rained down and killed all our guys. It's okay because on the map, we got to color it a different color, and all the idiots on Twitter are like, hooray, Ukraine is winning. They're doing stunts like this, and I don't understand why, but they're that's their command and control. They're all just like liberals. They're for what looks good instead of what actually works. And that's every single policy from affirmative action to welfare. It's like, well, what sounds good? Do that. What actually works doesn't matter. And now you're seeing that real time in a battlefield. And unfortunately, because the results of that are getting a lot of young men killed uh, needlessly. Russia's going to win this war anyway. They need to ne just negotiate. Go ahead and say, look, we've lost this territory before they lose Odessa, too. Hey, uh, Adam, I know you got to run, um, but thanks for joining the show. Uh, really interesting to talk to you. I'd love to have you back on at some point, <clears throat> go deeper into religion. That's actually something I do have a lot of interest in. But uh, where can people keep up with you and follow your work? You can find all my links on nomorenews.org, and that's K-N-O-W, like knowledge. And I post on Odyssey, BitChute. I'm on Twitter, Telegram, Gab, and you can find me there. And I'd be happy to go deeper into the religious stuff. Um, I'm not at home right now. So if I was on my computer, I could bring up, you know, clips, all types of verses and stuff to explain uh, how crazy this stuff is. Yeah, that'd be great, man. Well, thanks for joining the show. Um, you guys can find the links to everybody's shows in the description down at the bottom. Um, everything's linked there to Eric, me and Ryan. Um, yeah, and if you're in New Hampshire, there's only one anti-war candidate in the Senate. That's Jeremy Kaufman. Don't vote Kaufman. for Don Baldick. He will uh, just sell us out just like uh, Maggie Hassan has. I didn't. I, tr I tried to fucking confront him, but they whisked him off the stage and out of the crowd. I'm going to try again all week. Uh, and we're going to be protesting that Jeremy is not allowed in the debates. 
all over New Hampshire, causing chaos and trouble. So it's going to be interesting. We knew that um, ahead of time that he would never be allowed in the debates. Oh, of course. Yeah. We knew that. <laughs> but um, yeah, thanks for watching the show, guys. Uh, Eric, why don't you close us out with uh, some word? Who have we not heard from tonight? Well, we need a little bit more from Rand Paul. Do you do you support Dr. Frankenstein? I mean, Dr. Levine, do you support tranny, vegan, non-GMO drag brunches for five-year-olds in the Castro in San Francisco? It's a simple question, yay or nay. <laughs> All right, guys. Thanks for watching The Four Horsemen. We'll catch you on the Free next Jeremy. Show. Peace out, everybody. Jeremy McKenzie jailed wrongly by the state of Canada. Free, let Jeremy, Jeremy McKenzie, McKenzie out of jail and let Jeremy Kaufman into the debates. <laughs> yes, support the Jeremys.